Welcome to this week's edition of the Kingdom Living Podcast with Glenn Reppel. Well, I'm telling you, if the title by itself, Glenn, doesn't doesn't already get you revved up, I can't wait for us to get into today's teaching. Yeah, the scriptures are clear. We're talking about the perfect day, the perfect day. What's what's that mean? What is the perfect day? And we're living in the perfect day. So it's it's really important. So this is going to be a fun, fun teaching that's going to impact and change a lot of lives. So we're excited uh, to do. I'm just thankful, just so thankful because we're seeing the statistics um, and how people, the more minutes that people are watching and listening and, and growing and how the expansion of, of the word is going to the nation. So we're just so thankful. And I'm just so thankful, too, because I get a chance to prepare and, and get in God's word and learn and grow. And as he reveals uh, things to me, I just need to have a, a platform to be able to speak his word uh, over, over the Internet uh, out, out to, to, to the nation. So just so thankful. To God be the glory. A- absolutely, Glenn. You know, what's really encouraging, uh, as as uh, I know how much time you put into uh, preparation for these, and it's and and it's just a labor of love to share the good news of the gospel, but really to get people thinking even farther about what that actually means in their lives, which we call its kingdom living. And so, Glenn, just like you in your financial services business and working with financial advisors throughout the country and different people on those things, and you often use in your GA REPL and company um, for a slogan, you say, we're going to help you reach your purpose. And yet that's exactly what this is about when we talk about the REPL Minute and Kingdom Living. It's the same thing. And I'm so encouraged to see the geographical reach uh, increasing because uh, welcoming now uh, a lot of viewers coming in from the continent of Africa, as well as uh, from Southeast Asia, from India and those areas as well. Uh, Just it's fun to see because God's kingdom is global, Glenn. It's just everywhere, right? Amen. And so neat to have this, to take it to the nations. It's, it's yes. just so neat to see how really uh, the international audience is growing way much faster than the domestic. Because I, I think there's, we, we've been held back by religion, some religious teaching. And with that, uh, these other nations are growing. They're open. Their hearts are open. They're able to hear the voice of God and the Holy Spirit. So it's exciting to see how, how, how this is growing. It's just so thankful. It is. And Glenn, these messages have also been quite on fire. Uh, Last week, the message was, where are you? And that actually was what a great question to ask and then then resolve through scripture. That's what I love this. We, We talk about this so often, Glenn. It's not an opinion show. We are literally, as you watch through this, you'll see scripture after scripture. This is all God's word. And um, the week before that, I love the the response to the message that we did in Kingdom Living, where you talked about who are you? You are God's wonder. And so if you're new to this, or particularly, maybe you've tuned in for a couple of episodes, I want to remind you that all of these are available to you at therepleminute.com. And we ask that you like and share these uh, with folks. Uh, and if you miss those, you can go right there at the repleminute.com and pick those up for yourself. Because, you know, Glenn, the Bible says uh, that we are supposed to be continuously 
abounding in the word of the Lord. And it's the best way to live. It, it kind of like pushes out uh, all the other foolishness that tries to impact our day. If we're just focused on God, it's, you know, Matthew 6, 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto you. And when we get our priorities straight, putting God's word first, that's what kingdom living is really all about. At least that's how I see it, Glenn. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah. And again, as we've been teaching, we see a consistency here about our identity of really who we are in Christ. And it's so neat from Genesis to Revelation. It's about Jesus. Yes. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Well, I, I love it. I, we, we were laughing about this last time because you put a disclaimer in, and I love it because I, I always have fun with this, Glenn. You're, you're, you, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're kind of business world and what you do. You call it a for-profit ministry with uh, GA Repling Company, but then you come around and write a book that God gave you called "Fraud: What God Has to Say About the Tactics of the Enemy." And I th always think that's kind of. Uh, ironic uh, or, or or really maybe maybe it's just bold bold in the lord that that you would be willing to uh, uh to to tackle a topic like that but then again that we were talking about let's begin with a disclaimer so everybody knows because in the business world people love love uh, attorneys love to put words like that but this disclaimer is really a good one because it just says Here's where this is coming from, right, Glenn? Let's yeah, let's exactly. for it. So, so here it is in Galatians, uh, and this is Paul. This is, and this really impacted me uh, years ago uh, when I was challenged in a men's group to read the Bible through in a year. I did it the first year, and I did that uh -huh, just to celebrate. I can do it, but it was in the second year that this verse here impacted me, and I go, oh, this is so. This is the disclaimer because this is not the Carrie and the Glenn show. Uh, this is the disclaimer that uh, our disclosure, we could call it too, that Paul writes and he says, for I want you to know, brethren, that the gospel which was proclaimed and made known by me is not man's, is not man's gospel, a human invention according to our, to our pattern after any human standard, okay? For indeed, I did not receive it from man, nor was I taught it. But it came to me through a direct revelation given by Jesus Christ, the Messiah. That's the Holy Spirit. So it's our prayer that, that, that if you're hearing Glenn and, Glenn and Carrie, if you're hearing that, that uh, you know, tune that one out, but tune in the truth, because the Word of God is truth, and, and He came flesh to live amongst us here, and that Spirit of God is living in all of us. So, so that that would be our disclaimer here: that you listen with an open heart to the Holy Spirit speaking to you. So, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the the perfect day. And again, this is a statement too that 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 I've made over the last uh, couple of podcasts here. I am healthy, alive, filled, and overflowing in God's wonder, and I am complete. And I am in Christ, which we talked about last podcast, the perfect, we're going to talk about the perfect day that's mentioned in the Word of God, the perfect day. So, so we're going to be, uh, when did that happen? But before we get there, what we want to do is always put the fraud fire extinguisher, because uh, these are 40 days of frauds. That 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 that, that it's, it's that belief pattern that we believe with, oh, that we believe this is true. But then all of a sudden, when truth comes in, we realize, oh, that was fraud. That was against it. These are lies. 
And so we have to repent and realize uh, uh, what, what God's really trying to teach us through the Holy Spirit. So we want to put the fraud fire extinguisher on darkness and, and bring in the light. And, and in John 1, 4, and this is in the mirror translation, his life, his life is the light that defines what? Our lives. Jesus's life is the light that defines our lives. In this life, we discover the light of life. <clears throat> so as we understand the light of life, we're going to start seeing that it lights us up, yet at the same time, it brings that perfect day to us also. So as we do in, in each, each of the, the podcasts, we just want to make sure that we grasp a few of, of the concepts that are so important to us, because this green line across the middle of the screen here, uh, this, this is the outside of timeline. This, this is the guideline. This, this, this is the truth line uh, that, that God had us designed from the beginning or before the foundation of the earth. Uh, was This is the forever line. This is the eternal line. And, and this is the line he designed us to live on is forever and ever and ever to never, ever die. That was, that's the way God designed us. And so the, the question we've asked uh, and, and is in the book is, what are the three greatest historical events ever? What are the three greatest ones? And the first one is creation. When God, and this is so neat that he spoke he spoke into existence, let there be life. So creation is the first and greatest and greatest historical event. And, and he created man in his image and likeness. And see, that that's a hard thing because that, that uh, and, and again, that, that was a part of the issues in the beginning too, is, is that uh, uh, Adam, Adam and Eve listened uh, and they couldn't believe that they're created in man. They, 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 thought, they knew they were, but, but the serpent spoke to them and said, no, 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 no. Uh, and but God gave instructions to them in the beginning. Uh, you can eat from any tree, any tree in this garden here, in, 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 in this earth, you can eat from any tree. It's it's a tree of abundance, a tree of life, and, and you're totally filled. But if you eat from the tree in the middle of the garden, uh, that's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat from that, you will die. And so they chose to go their own way, and they chose to separate from God. God didn't leave them. Man left God. And, and, and they, they chose to eat, and, and, and sickness and death uh, came in at that point in time. Adam and Eve were never designed to die spiritually or physically. We got way to get that. And there's some teachings we've done, we've done on immortality and that science is way ahead of us uh, in, 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 the, in the Western religion here too. And, and they're, they're, they're way ahead of us. And so what happens, we need to understand about creation, the way we're designed and made in his image. And so when they made the decision to move away from God and do their own thing, their own selfish desire, that's the second greatest event in history, which is the fall. And so when the fall came in, that's when the red line came in and sickness and disease came in. And then all the symptoms of guilt and shame and condemnation, the inferiority complex, the, the orphan spirit, we're, 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 we operate as orphans. We need the father. We want a father. And so we look to man to be our fatherhood. But but Jesus says, have no, no, no one call me father except the one father, which is in heaven. And so, and so it's important. We, and then the spirit of rejection, and injustice, we're fighting for justice. We've got to realize we've been already adjudicated not guilty, which is really the third and greatest uh, historical event is, is the, the redemption of mankind. 
And so, you know, part of the symptoms of that red line also is fear. So, so people are filled with so much fear and anxiety and worry uh, and the fear of death. Yet at the same time, through the third greatest history is the redemption of mankind. And God knew us before the foundation of the earth. And he, 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 we, we're saints. We've been redeemed. We've been covered by the blood of the lamb and we've been re re redeemed. And when Jesus came to earth, God came in the form of mankind through Jesus. And, and with that, uh, he gave his life. No one killed Jesus. He, he, couldn't, he can't die except giving up his life to bring redemption uh, through the shedding of his blood and, and defeated the enemy, defeated death, and, and rose out of the grave in the resurrection and, 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 and ascended back into heaven uh, after 40 days and, and sits at the right hand of, of God the Father. And that's where, so we died with him, we rose with him, we ascended with him, we're sitting with him now. And heaven is open now. Heaven is open now. And that's what Jesus was saying, is that the kingdom of God is in your midst here. So he had to leave. Jesus had to leave so that the Holy Spirit, the Godhead, could come and live in man so we could manifest the earth. And so so redemption has happened, the recreation has happened, we were restored, and and, and 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 again, we have the, the definition of the kingdom of darkness is down here, which is is interesting. The darkness represents mankind's ignorance. Their ignorance of their redeemed identity and innocence. That's a de that's really a definition of, of sin. It's we have that fallen mindset and we have that thinking uh, and, and eating, eating from that tree uh, of the knowledge of good and evil. And so these thoughts come out with fear and death and condemnation. So where's that coming from? Well, that's the thoughts. We have the mind of Christ, which is the tree of life, and we operate from, from, from the love that God has, the love and righteousness and the the peace and the joy that we've gotten and the patience. And we shine because we're going to be learning about light today also. So it's important that we understand the light of the world because we carry that light uh, as in a meeting just this week. And it was really interesting. Uh, and these these are a, a leadership meeting of a, a group of, of of business people and ministry people, uh, leaders in our community about transforming our community. And, and uh uh, it, it just, you look around the room and I'm going, boy, there's some people in here shining. And I have to call one of the ladies up that I'm, that, uh, that I'm in friendship, friendship with. And I called and said, listen, you walked into that meeting and you just shined. You just glowed. And, and it's important because we can see that. We can see the spirit of it. We can see life in people. And Carrie, you and I were just before you came on, we we're talking about one lady too, that she just glows, she shines, she radiates the love of Christ. Such that when Peter, uh, we've talked about that when Peter uh he, he was he was just walking, just his shadow cast out, people were being healed. So when we walk with the victory, we're walking in victory. And it's really important that we understand two things, uh two, two items here, because because what happened is that Moses Moses took his people out of Egypt. They were in bondage and slavery for 430 years. So he led them out. We, we had the 10 plagues. We had the miracle of the, of the Red Sea opening. They entered in and left Egypt. And they entered in going towards the promised land. But you know what? Moses didn't lead them in. He took them out. 
He took them out of that, 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 that religious system, but never made it into the promises of what God wanted them to do. It was, it was Joshua and Caleb that entered in. <clears throat> so a part of what we're, we're, we're entering into the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God living. And that's where he wants us to be. Because what happens when we operate in this sin consciousness, because we have this tree of the knowledge of good and evil, we have the tree of life. And so we enter into the righteousness consciousness of life more abundantly. And, and versus, so, so coming out of Egypt is leaving the condemnation the con and, and the death and moving into the righteousness. And so we're going to be talking about the perfect day. And this verse here is so, so important. We get this here too, because because with, without understanding, and, and, and again, and this is John 14, 20, on that day, when that time comes, on that day, <clears throat> when that time comes, the time has come and, and it, that day has happened, you will know for yourselves what that, that what, that, and this is Jesus speaking now, I am in the Father, Jesus is in the Father, and you, us, Carrie, you and I and those listening, you are in me, in Christ, and I am in you. That's profound. And, and I tell you what, only the Holy Spirit can reveal that. We can't get that from man teaching. This is, this is only the Holy Spirit that can get that. See, because what happens, that's the green line. That's the eternal, that's an ageless, that's a timeless time frame. And, and so with that, because this is 2,000 years ago when he's speaking here, and, and this is the prophetic message that was being spoken uh, before, before God came to the earth through Jesus as, as a human being and then ascended. And, and so this is really the way I am in the Father, you're in me, and I am in you. And so this is a scripture that has really become a real important part of our teaching here. And, and in our last podcast, we took this to a little different level, too, of just personalizing this. And, and it's important because these diagrams uh, that, that are on the screen here, I, I think, are so important because sometimes we miss uh, the the fullness that was that's going on, and I had a vision uh, a, a couple of months ago about how I just saw myself being baptized uh, with with Jesus. So we really were baptized with Him too. Yet at the same time, here's the part: I died in Christ. I'm resurrected in Christ. I ascended in Christ and I'm sitting in Christ. And we went through this teaching a lot more thorough uh, last week, but we're going to move on. But it's really important that we understand these, these elements. That, and, and these are visual pictures here to understand that we are sitting with Christ now in the heavenlies because heaven has opened up. And this, this has become a very, very strong staple of our teaching here. And, and I was just doing two teachings today on this. And just you know, I can just see the people's eyes and hearts just opening up as we went through this. And this is Colossians. 3 verses 1 through 4. And, and I put this as personalized uh, because I think it's important when you look at the scriptures, you take the scriptures and put yourself in there uh, because it's all about Jesus. And, and if you remember, we just talked about uh, Jesus, I'm in the Father, the, uh, and you're in me, and I'm in you. So it's really important because we're one, the, the, the triune God, the Godhead, is li we're li he's living in us, and we're living in him. And so we, and, and again, it's with the Holy Spirit revealing this truth. So here it starts. Christ's resurrection, the way, the way it reads in the translation, this is in the Passion Trans, is our resurrection. 
but now personalized in blue here, Christ's resurrection, Carrie, is my personalized, our resurrection and ascension. The ascension has been added here too, because this fits with these four, these four phases here of, of, of the uh, dying in Christ, the resurrection of Christ, the ascension, and also the same. So, so my resurrection and ascension too. This is why I, we yearn for all that is from above. For that's where <clears throat> that's where I in Christ sit, because he's in us, we're in him. So I in Christ sit. So we see here the scriptures talking about the resurrection, the ascension, and we're in Christ sitting with him now. Oh, that's beautiful. So it just kind of ties it all together. And, and Christ, Jesus Christ, is enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. And so that authority and power has been passed on to us to manifest this earth, which is in Romans 8 and, and in other scriptures too. But So that's just the first verse. So here's verse 2. So yes, yes, yes. Uh, we're to feast. I, I feast. I, Glenn, carry those watching, listening. I feast on all the treasures. Now, again, we put treasures as something of monies. This is much higher uh, than, than, than money. I feast. I eat. I desire. I want to eat from the tree of light, not from eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which leads to death. I want to have new thinking. I want to change. I have the mind of Christ. So I feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm because I'm sitting there and, and I have the mind of Christ. So I feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill my thoughts with heavenly, look at this, realities, and not with the distractions of the natural realm. So, so the natural realm uh, is what we see. Now he's given us a, a, a new eyes and new ears, a new heart, a new creation life to see the way he sees, to hear his voice, and the heaven is open. So I want to make sure we get this. So yes, I feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill my thoughts. I have the mind of Christ with heavenly realities, not with the distractions of the natural realm, because the natural realm is speaking. It's there with fear and worry and anxiety and sickness and disease and death. That's what's being spoken. And it's also spoken with division, not uniting us as brothers in Christ and sisters in Christ around the world. That's what we're, we're bringing righteousness, peace, and joy, the love of Christ out of heaven to earth through us being that vessel, that, 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 that 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 dwelling place for him to live in every place we go. And then verse three, my, our crucifixion with Christ, my crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life. And now, and now my, our true life is hidden away in God in Christ. And that, that doesn't mean it, you can't see it. No, they see it because we're going to see the light of Christ is living inside of it. It dwells inside of us is what this is saying. And then here's verse four that is so powerful because this leads us into the teaching about the perfect day. And as Christ himself is seen, and, and this is important that we, we grasp this and you really chew on this and listen to this over and over and get this. And as Christ himself, as Christ, as Jesus Christ himself is seen for who he really is. And again, that's digestion. We gotta we gotta grasp that. What who is Jesus Christ? What did he do? What's he stand for? What who who is he? As Christ himself is seen. See, because our vision, if we see him as as a God of wrath, we see him as a victim that somebody killed him, then we're gonna have a victim mentality. If we see him as uh, as see, we want to see him as a good, 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 good 
father. He's our good, good, good father. And he loves us. And we see him in hatred and, and division. And, and, and uh, wow, so we, we, he gave his life. God gave his life through, through Jesus. They're one. They're one. He came to do that so that we could have life, not death. He came to, to give us the abundant life now. And as Christ himself, as Jesus Christ is seen for who he really is, Carrie, who we are, who I really am, will also be revealed. So the condition here is to understand who Christ is. And that's so important that we understand that. And again, that's not going to happen by reading a history book. It's reading, and as you read the, 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 the scriptures, is, is seeking and asking the question, I want to know who you really are. And he speaks to him. He, he will be there as you ask that. And as Christ himself has seen who he really is, who we really are, who I really am, will also be revealed. And this is this truth is so important here. For Carrie, for we are, for I am now. This is now. This is not future tense. For I am now one with him in his glory. I just want to speak that to, to every. For I am now one with him in his glory. This is not future tense. This is not, I have to die to get to heaven. This isn't, I have to die and be judged. And then, then, then based upon what I do, we, judgment has already happened. It happened to 2,000 years ago, the judgment that, that was prophetically spoke about, we've been judged and adjudicated, not guilty. Justice has been served. So the performance that we're kind of raised up with this performance-based thinking that we have to perform to, to get to heaven, did I do good enough? The performance was performed by Jesus Christ. He took all sin. He took all the stains. He washed us clean through his blood, and that is the performance that has happened. So uh, it's us accepting that performance that we realize that we get rid of that guilt and shame and condemnation and that sin consciousness. And we we walk through that veil into the tree of life and we acknowledge our identity of who we are in Christ, sitting with him now. I can't sit with him because, oh, look at all the things I've done in the past. That, the past, that's gone. That's been judged and gone and taken on the cross. We have a new life, a new creation life in Christ Jesus now. And we're we're one with him in his glory now. Boy, that is the good news of the gospel. So let's look at the perfect day now. So the perfect day, and, and this is this is a prophetic message that was spoken in, 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 in Proverbs, is in Proverbs 4, verses 14 through 18. And again, th this fits so well because th this is kind of where, where we are as, as a world. Uh, but th for those brothers and sisters that are that the revelation that's coming to them about their identity of who they are, boy, this just moves us into that perfect day. Do not detour into darkness or even set foot on that path. <laughs> uh, stay away from it. Don't even go there. For troublemakers are restless. If they are not involved, they're restless, they're not involved in evil. They're not satisfied until they have brought someone harm. They feed on darkness and drink until they're drunk. They're drunk and they're overflowing with the wine of wickedness. 
And they just, see, and again, that's that spirit that just cares. They're down. Uh, they're, they're speaking negativity. They're speaking sickness and disease. They're speaking worry. They're speaking uh, just, just, just the, the, the vibrations that the energy comes from is just negative. And they're not fun to be, they're not speaking victory. They're not speaking life. They're not speaking the resurrection. They're not speaking love and joy and peace and patience. And so that, that's what they're feeding. That's their drinking that they're drinking from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But here, here's the word but. And I love the buts and the so that's in the scripture. So and I, and I like to put this. So, so, so uh, they feed on darkness and drink until they're drunk in, in that negativity of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But, but, Carrie, the, the, in, in those, the lovers of God walk on the highway of light. They walk on the highway of life. It's, and again, we've had in a podcast, uh, a friend of mine, I call him a water walker. They're walking on water. The, the, the gate that they walk in, people see, they see they see that highway of light because they're beaming with light. And, and their way, their way shines brighter and brighter. Now, let's, let's look at that. But the lovers of God walk on the highway of light and their way shines brighter and brighter until what? The perfect day. Now, this is prophetic because this was written way before uh, Jesus came. So that perfect day came. It's come. And, and again, it's getting brighter and brighter as the revelation of who we are and what that day really means to us. That day has come, and I just love this 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 picture view here. So here here we are. We're, we're, the perfect day has come. Uh, the salvation has come to man, but we've entered in the with 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 left with with left uh, the sin consciousness. We've entered into the heavenlies through what Jesus Christ has done to redeem all mankind. So that perfect day and the perfect performance of God's demonstrated love. Let me just make sure we get this, because it's not based upon, Carrie, what we have done. Uh, now, out of what he's done comes what we do. So recognizing that his perfect performance of God's demonstrated love has really set us free. And so that's the perfect day. It has happened. We receive that. And boy, that just, that just to receive uh, the Father's love, that just really changes everything with, with God. And so what we see here, and, and, and this, this is, this is, in, this is John verse one through uh, chapter one, verse four. And this is such an important, in him was life. In Jesus Christ was life and is life and the power to bestow life and the life was the light of men. <laughs> Let's make sure we get that. So again, the graphics here are this young lady where, where God's breathing. He's breathing on the word of God and it lights up the scriptures and the revelation comes into her face. And she just, she and, and that lights up every cell inside of our body because we are light. And so in him was life. And that life is the light of men. So that light, and and as and we see this man here, our woman, we see this, this human with the light of Christ just beaming through us because that light, 
light is a reflection in the mirror of who we are in Christ. So we're reflecting him. And that's real a life changing that just vibrates and a frequency that just comes, you know, because because you around some people, there's just a negative frequency and you have the, you know, a positive frequency. And we have the unity when the body of Christ comes together. Oh, that's just such a celebration we have uh, in life. And so here's Here's uh, another scripture that's really important. This is John 1, verses 1 through through 5 in the NIV, and then we're going to do a little uh, here apart in the Amplified in the New King James. But in, in, in this, this is such an important part. It's just uh, uh, John chapter 1 is just such a neat, neat chapter. In the beginning, in the beginning was the Word. So Jesus is the Word, is the Word, and the Word was with God. The Word was God. That's Jesus. And he was with God in the beginning. Through him, look at this, through him, all things, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. All creation came through Jesus Christ, through the triune God, the Godhead. And in him was life. So in him is life, life. And that life was the, the light of what? All, all mankind. So in him is and was life, and that life was the light of mankind. Now, this is Jesus speaking here on earth in, in, in before his, his crucifixion and resurrection. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. So, and, and I just took this. Now, the most important verse, in my opinion here, is verse 4, is in him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. But I just want to take verse 5 here a second and just look at some other translations. The light shines on in the darkness, and the darkness, now look, at did not understand it or overpower it or appropriate it or absorb it and is unreceptive to it. So darkness is, is unreceptive to light because that's a hardened heart. You know, so the truth, so many people are so caught up into the thinking when truth, they can't hear truth because they have their own thoughts or own beliefs. And so consequently, it's hard to penetrate that hardened heart. And so we know that the, the way it's penetrated is through through the Holy Spirit. And, and it's important. So here is uh, the new king. And the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend the light. They did not understand it. So as you're as you're reading the word of God, ask for wisdom, ask for understanding, ask for the Holy Spirit to reveal to you his truth and, and the word, because he is truth. He wants to teach you. He, he is your teacher. He is uh, he's your guide through the scriptures. And boy, when I got that, that disclaimer, uh, that disclosure we started with, he is going to feed you his, his word. And here's, here's John 8, verse 12. Once again, Jesus spoke to the people and said, I am the light of the world. And the light. Whoever follows me, see, and that's that that's that pathway. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Carrie, we have the light of life, that light of life, and what that does to our whole soul and body. So the spirit lines up with the soul and body. There's a regeneration that goes into our nervous system, that goes into, into all the functioning organs, into our cellular system, into our blood system. We recognize our identity of who we are, what's happening with those with that light that's shining on us. So here's here's again is is this uh, is is John eight verses eleven through twelve, and this is in the mirror translation. 
And again, I had a question come up. Uh, oh, I haven't heard about the Passion Translation. I haven't heard about the Mirror Translation. Because we look, and the Mirror Translation is not even completed, but you can go on uh, mirrorword.com mirrorword.com and you can download and get it on your cell phone and it's a study bible and what we're going to see here are some study notes and under the passion translation these both are just really new testament uh the passion has uh proverbs and and psalms in it uh, but both are mostly uh, their new testament and the mirror's not even fully but you can download it get it and and again because it's a study bible you you take a uh, new king james version take amplified you read these and then just say what What's this really mean? Holy Spirit, guide me here. And as we go through this, so so here's here's John eight verses eleven through twelve, and and she answered, uh, and uh, and again this this is uh, uh, the, the the lady that was caught in in in, in adultery, and she answered. Uh, no one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, neither am I condemning you. Go and sin no more. Never again believe a lie about yourself. See, that, that's a message, right, to us. Never believe a lie about ourselves because fraud is being committed against us. We're believing the lies of the enemy, and we're believing that red line living, and, and we've got to realize that uh, neither am I God is a good God. He's not a condemning God. We have that, that we've come out of that. We've entered into the promises of God. We've entered into to, to the light of Christ shining in us. So neither am I condemning you. Go and sin no more. Never again believe I lie about Jesus. So here's the footnotes here. Uh, the word translated, and this is this is with the word translated sin is harmatia from ha, negative or without, and miras portion or form, thus a, distort, a distorted pattern. The root of sin is to believe a lie, a lie about yourself. And, it's, and it says, see Rome, Romans 6, 14, sin was your master while the law, that old nature that uh, that's coming out of Egypt, sin was the master while the law was your measure. Now grace rules, grace the law revealed your slavery to sin. Grace reveals your freedom, your freedom from it. Jesus didn't say to the lady, go and sin less. He said, he said to her, go and sin no more. Jesus knew uh, something about the life of our design that we, are, uh, we had lost sight of. What he revealed, uh, he also redeemed. Sin, sin consciousness is what empowers religion. Let me just read that again. Sin consciousness is what empowers religion. It always amazes me how Simon could not receive the gift of the miraculous abundance, the abundant catch that Jesus blessed him with. He felt more comfortable with the fact that he had caught nothing the previous night. <laughs> is see some we can be more comfortable in our sin consciousness li living in fear living in anxiety living in in worry and then here's what what Simon said I am a sinful man no we've been redeemed by the blood of Jesus but I'm a sinful man he accepted his faith as as his due because his mind was educated under the law of blessings and curses which is in Deuteronomy 28 when he witnessed the word and the miracle of the catch, he, slot, he slotted back into his familiar mode. Depart from me, Jesus. I am a sinful man. I am not worthy. Oh, 
Wow. And that's the way many of us are. No, we've been made righteous. And again, when I'm sometimes doing public speaking and teaching, I just have everybody just stand up and say, who are you? I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And as Carrie brings up many times, is in the back of the book, there are so many I am's, and we just need to write down the I am's of who we are here. And so, and so in verse 12 now, verse 12 in John 8, and Jesus continues to say, I am the light of the world. Whoever journeys with me shall not walk in darkness, but, but will radiate the light of light. Isn't that so neat? So he's saying here, we are the, we are the energy force. We're going to have that light radiating from us. And the word echo to hold is to resonate in this case, to radiate. We are that radiate light of Christ. We shine because when that love, we know that we've been redeemed, we've been made whole, we've been made complete. Sickness and disease can't live inside of that radiation. That's the radiation we want to eat. That's the radiation we want to take. That's the light that we want to do that burns out cancer and sickness and disease. It can't live in this body. And so in Proverbs 4, uh, verses 17 to 19, again, this is, this is in the Passion Translation we just read. This is the perfect day. They feed, they feed on darkness and drink until they're drunk uh, of, on the wine of wickedness, but the lovers of God walk on the highway of light again, and their way shines brighter and brighter until they bring forth the perfect day. But the wicked walk in thick darkness like, like those who travel in fog when they don't have a clue why they even are stumbling. They keep stumbling. See, but we are that light, and we're walking in darkness. We don't know uh, we don't know the Lord because he, he that. But when we walk in it, people people see the light and they're drawn to the light. And again, this is going back to, to what we talked before. But I just want to make sure that so on that day, when that day comes, you will know for yourselves that I'm in the Father, you're in me, and I am in you. And so this is the perfect day. And so when that perfect day comes, we can draw, uh, and this, this is in Second Corinthians 3.18, is we can all draw close to him with the veil removed from our faces. So that blinder, those, those, those sunglasses, that, that, that the blinder's gone, is removed from our faces. And with no veil, we all become like mirrors who brightly, look at that, reflect the glory of the Lord Jesus. <laughs> the veil's been torn off us. We enter in and, and brightly reflect the glory of, uh, of the Lord. We are being transfigured, transformed into his very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. And this glorious transfiguration comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. So as we recognize the Spirit of God living in us, it's transforming our mind and soul and our emotions and impacting our body. And, and as that Mount Transfiguration, that's the example of the body that we have in Christ, spirit, soul, and body together. That's the perfect day uh, that we're talking about. And, and this is such an important uh, passage here, too. This is John verses one, uh, chapter 1, verses 1 through 9. And th this is in... Uh, this now is in, in the uh, mirror translation, and, and just want to read this because uh, there's so much here, because this again talks about the day, the perfect day. And as, as the Word of God is just coming real, we see this, the light is just shining on this young lady and the revelation uh, of the knowledge of who we are. To go back to 
to the very beginning to find the word already present. They're face to face with God. See, again, we have a mindset that to be face to face with God, I have to die to get go to heaven so I can be face to face with God. No, this is a now thing. And the one mirrors the other. The word is I am. And we've talked about the I am before. I am. God's uh, eloquence echoes and concludes in him. Echoes including him. The word equals God. The beginning mirrors the word, face to face with God. The logos is the source. Everything commences, uh, commences in him. He remains the, the, exclusive, the exclusive parent reference of their existence. Oh, then, then there is nothing original except the word. The logic of God defines the only possible place where mankind can trace their origin. It's so important. Our origin is in God. That, that's our parent. And then verse four, his life, his life is the light that defines our life. In his life, we discover the light of life. The darkness has pierced and could not comprehend or diminish the light. Darkness represents mankind's ignorance of the redeemed identity and innocence. Then there was the man. Now, this is neat. So there was this man, John. So John, Jesus's cousin, commissioned by God. His mission, now this is good, his mission was to draw attention to what? To light, the light of Jesus, to the light of their lives, to the light of our lives, to draw attention to the light of our lives, so that, so that, here's a so that, so that what they witnessed in Jesus Christ could cause them to believe in their original life redeemed again. I really like that. So that what they witnessed in Jesus Christ would cause us, Carrie, you and I, and those watching the list, would cause them to believe in their original life redeemed, not the life of Adam, but in the, the, the redeemed, regenerated, recreated life that we have in Jesus Christ, made new. We're new creations in Christ Jesus. His ministry, so John's ministry, was not to distract from the light as if he himself was alive, but here it comes, but rather point out the light source that Jesus Christ is a light. He's the source of light and life inside of us. So here comes the new day. So the new day for mankind, look at this, has come. <laughs> That's being spoken right there, 2000. So the new day for mankind has come. The authentic light of life that illuminates who? Everyone was about to dawn in the world. It was about to dawn. So that was in that 2,000 years ago. And the dawning and the trumpet blowing and is, is now. We, we can hear that now, but it happened 2,000 years because we're outside of time. When, this, when we're in the spirit, we're outside of time. So we're on that green line. And so that trumpet's blowing. The, uh, and, and the dawn of that new day is now. It, is, it has happened. So as we look at this again, that new day for mankind uh, has come the authentic light of life that illuminates everyone was about to dawn in the world. So that perfect day, as 
as as as it's revealed to us, the revelation that we are loved. This is so important that we understand that of, of God's occupy love, his love, which is different than man's love. And so we understand his love, then we can love all mankind. And we understand that we've been adjudicated. The judgment has already been, has already happened. What was judged? That Satan was was judged and thrown into the pit. We have been judged innocent and righteous through the blood of Jesus. And the revelation that we are sons and daughters uh, uh, with, with God our Father. And we have this revelation of the freedom that we have by entering into the kingdom of God now. Uh, and this is such an important part. This, that's the perfect day that we have now. So we look at that day. So when is that last day? And, and we, we, we sometimes uh, uh, look at this and we say, and this, is, uh, and this is the will of him who sent me that I should not lose any of, the, uh, of, of, of that he has given me, but, but that I should, should give new life and raise them up at the last day. And this is John 6, verse 39 in the Amplified. And we read this in the New King James, is, is that this is the will of the Father who sent me, this is Jesus, that all, all he has given me, I should lose nothing, but shall raise raise it up on the last day. See, that was that perfect day. That's that perfect day. And this is the will of the Father who sent me, that everyone who sees the Son, again, recognize who Jesus Christ is, and believes in him will have life eternal, that green line living, spirit and and body. And I will raise him up on that perfect day, on that last day. And then here's... Here's the, 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 the mirror translation of, of the same verse 39 and 42. My sender's, my sender's desire is for me to rescue, I like that word, to rescue every single individual. This is his gift to me. This is his gift to me, that I will lose no detail of their original, the original identity in me. My receiving, my, 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 my rescuing mission, my rescuing mission will conclude in their joint resurrection. This is the completeness of time. This is the completeness of time. Uh, this is that day. That's that perfect day. And this is the desire of the Father, that everyone who sees the Son through, through, uh, through his eyes and finds the conclusion of their persuasion, uh, persuasion in him will resonate. Here it comes, that radiance will, will, will resonate, echo the life of the ages, and it will raise them up on that perfect day. And here's the footnotes that goes with this, John 4, 23. The end of an era has, has arrived. The future is here. And so much of the teaching that we have is future tense, is out there. No, the day has happened. We're 2,000 years away from the day uh, that happens. What, whatever prophetic values were expressed in the external devotional forms and rituals now elapsed. Uh, and in true spirit worship from within, face-to-face -face with the Father acknowledged our genesis in him. This is the light. The Father's desire is the worshiper more than the worship. He wants us. He wants us. So what we see here is, is 
uh, in Romans 8, 37, is, is that, and this is so important, that perfect day is, in, and I just love this, and I like to close with these scriptures here. So, in, and again, as, 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 as Paul uh, was writing it, for even in the midst of all these things in Romans 8, we triumph over them all. We triumph over the fear, the worry, the anxiety, we, we, and, and death is put, is the last enemy to be defeated. So we're sitting with him now. So we have this peace that passes all understanding. So yet in the midst of all these things that the world speaking, the news, that the news is out there speaking, uh, yet in the midst of all these things, we triumph over them all, for God has made us, God has made us to be more than conquerors. And this is such an important, because this fits into that perfect, and his demonstrated love is my, is our glorious victory over what? Everything, over everything. His de he demonstrated his love by giving up his life so that we could have abundant life and, and be sons and our enter into his family now. And that's his demonstrated love we have. So what we find is that perfect day, that perfect day is the perfect performance of God's demonstrated love that we have now. And so as we enter into uh, I am in Christ, the perfect day, I am healthy, alive, filled and overflowing with God's wonder. I am complete. I am healthy, alive, filled and overflowing with God's wonder. I am complete. I am in Christ and the perfect day has happened. Amen and amen. Wow, Glenn, you know, I can't help but thinking as you go through as you go through those teachings, it just keeps getting better and better because when you think about that moving uh moving along that green line living path, that that's like the result. That's what we look for every day is that perfect day, and it's an interesting um it's an interesting discussion that we keep having, right? We keep saying that one of the one of the things that we take away from kingdom living is that we're not actually by itself looking for a sweet by and by. We're taking the gospel at its word that I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly now. And so we, you know, think about the various teachings, Glenn, that we've had along the way where we talk about uh you know, heaven is open now, all these different things. And then when you, uh, if you, if you actually believe that and appropriate it, then almost by definition, today is the perfect day, right? Because all of that kind of works together like that, Glenn, it's fascinating. Isn't it? That is, see, that's the wonder. That's the wonder. Cause we, we have this mindset and a lot of teaching in the Western churches. We say, Hey, it's in that sweet bye bye. It's in there tomorrow. No, no. He came to bring the kingdom of God to earth now. And so that we can manifest the earth because all creation is, is, is just waiting for the sons to manifest and recognize who they are. Cause we lost it through Adam, but we, we gained it back through Jesus Christ and we are his son. So he had to leave so we could run and rule as kings here on earth. And, and that's not dying and going to heaven. We can't rule. Now, they're in the cloud of witnesses, but, but the cloud of witnesses are cheering us on now to recognize through the Holy Spirit who we are. So this is not the Karen Glenn show. If, if this revelation of truth through these scriptures, because this, this hasn't been opinion, that this has been reading scriptures out of multiple translations and, and allowing it to just speak into your hearts here. So we're just so thankful. We're just so thankful.
Yeah, you know, Glenn, as we talk about the book, Fraud, What God Has to Say About the Tactics of the Enemy, it's amazing because the feedback that you get when you do the presentation on this and, and you get in front of groups of people and you're talking about this, that one of the things that I really, I guess I probably should have understood would come up, but it's interesting to hear the feedback of people come and say, this book has really helped me with my identity because so many people um, have so much difficulty understanding, well, I wasn't born in the right house. I wasn't, you know, they, they, uh, you don't understand what I've been through. You don't understand my background. You don't understand the mistakes I've made along the way. You don't understand the challenges I faced. And all of that could be absolutely true. But, but the point is, once you appropriate that kingdom living and really understand who your identity is, Christ, then that is really what, what as you keep saying with, with some, a couple of the um, passages, one with Christ in glory comes to mind in particular, because, because we're always saying, like, when you can really believe what your Bible is telling you about who you are, it really becomes a revelation and allows you to live in a kingdom living level. And um, it's a wonderful place to be. It makes it a perfect day, Glenn. Amen. Amen. We've come out of Egypt, that mindset of that fallen mindset of, of our past, of all those hurts and pains and those soul wounds, and they've been healed over, and we enter into the victory that we have through Jesus Christ. It's wonderful. It is wonderful. And, and he's a good, 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 good God that just loves us. Amen. And, you know, that's the other thing, Glenn, that, that always comes up for me as we go through these teachings. We, we, we've talked about this in some of the, the fairly recent episodes where we're talking about love and God's love. And one of the challenges for us here right now to really appropriate kingdom living is that we may have been uh, and understood love on many levels. And now, like we talked about, some people say, well, love is love. Well, it, no, because there is a level, the highest level is God's love for us, that agape love, which is really why we're able to operate, not because of what we do, but because of, of, of his love for us. And that's why, Glenn, um, each time we always wind up in, in, in the, the Kingdom Living podcast with this believer's declaration of rights, because it may sound like we're bragging, but we're really just uh, restating those I am's of who God says this is who we are. It's just up to us to accept and go that. So if you're new to this, I want to remind you uh, that all of the Kingdom Living podcasts, there's 120 of, 121 of them actually now, uh, that you can go back and, and you can chase the whole series uh, there at therepleminute.com. Another great, great, great resource that you'll find there is Glenn's daily Monday through Friday Repel Minute. Glenn, you've been doing that continuously since 2006. Here we are, 2024, all these years later. And it's a daily Monday through Friday, biblical motivational uh, message, just a couple of minutes out of your day. You can have it delivered right into your email box. Just visit therepleminute.com and choose for that. But you can certainly find it on the therepleminute.com website, the Repel Minute Facebook page, the Repel Minute YouTube channel. But it's a great way to start your day. And of course, all the information that kind of like kicked off uh, the Kingdom Living series, the fraud book and the fraud series, you can also find information about accessing there on the REPL Minute. And, and Glenn, as I always like to remind people, if this is having an impact for you, uh, which is what our sincere prayer is, by all means, like and share this. Take a look at some of these downloads you can get for free, the uh, 
one with Christ in glory is a great one to have. It's a little certificate that just keeps that scripture fresh for you at all times. And also the same with Glenn, what we're about to go into and then have you pray us, uh, pray, pray for the sound with it for uh, everyone within the sound of our voices is that believer's declaration of legal rights. It's a great I am piece that you can print out, put it where you're going to see it and remind yourself daily that you're going to be walking in kingdom living from here on out, Glenn. <laughs> Amen. So let's let's just understand these are our legal rights. So we're declaring yes. the believers' legal rights. That we have this is the declaration, and it's important that we speak because the uh, we the life and death is in the power of our words. So we can speak over our soul and our body. So so it's really important that we speak these words. And so I am a special race. Uh, I am a special race. as a child of God. As a matter of fact, oh, it's so neat. We're a new race. We're a new race. I am a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ, in a kingdom of priests. I belong to the family of God. I can enter into God's presence boldly, boldly now. I have been recreated into God's image and likeness of love. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy. I am restored, redeemed, and recreated back with the God, with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit living in me now. I have the Word of God dwelling in me. I, I have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is my robe of righteousness. I have the legal rights, I have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Jesus. I have, I have legal authority as a believer over the principalities, powers, and rulers of the kingdom of darkness. I have, through the Holy Spirit living in me, the resurrection power to cast out demons and to lay hands on the sick, and they are healed. Wow. <laughs> Powerful stuff, Glenn. It's so good. And again, uh, if you're new to the Kingdom Living Series, you can find all these resources at therepleminute.com. Thanks for another great teaching, Glenn. And let's let's pray. Let's pray for everyone within the sound of our voices. Amen. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. We just thank, we thank you, Lord. We just thank you. We praise your holy name. Father, your word does not return for it. There is healing. There's healing in your word. There are people who have heard your word today that are being healed now of cancer, of high blood pressure, of diabetes, that you're impacting and pain is being removed from, from their soul to their body. There's forgiveness that's going on. There's repentance that's going on in getting rid of that old way of thinking to bring in the newness, the new creation life. They're entering into the promises and trusting you. Father, we just thank you. We praise you for your word because we know it does not return void. And it penetrates the hearts and the minds and the soul and the body and just brings refreshment to every part of them. And Father, we, we thank you. We just thank you for your word. It's alive. We thank you for the light, the light that shines through us. And Father, just pray blessing over those people that are watching and listening, uh, that it does not return void, <laughs> that it's used to further your kingdom and impact nations. We thank you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Glenn, for another perfect day in the Kingdom Living series. What a great teaching. And thank you, viewer, for joining us. We're so grateful uh, that you're here, and we are so looking forward to seeing you for the next chapter of Kingdom Living. Until then, stay blessed.